Hey, this is the Mark Butler Show, episode 46. This week, I sat down with a filmmaker who wants some help with his finances. He's a guy who happens to be one of my neighbors, and one time I was having a conversation uh, with his wife, and we were just kind of all hanging out in a group, and she said, what do you do? I told her that I'm a freelance CFO, and she said, oh, we're going to hire you. We need your help. And so he's very busy, and I'm busy, so it finally took us a couple of months to get together, but we sat down this week. And he told me his story and his business. And I was amazed that his business story sounds like so many others that you hear. And I shouldn't have been amazed by that, but it, you know, I've never talked to a filmmaker before. I don't know what their day-to-day life is like. But here's what he told me. I asked him, how long you been doing this? And he said, oh, you know, I got out of school in 2000, so I'm, I'm working on 20 years of filmmaking. And I said, that's amazing. I don't, I don't think a lot of people are able to make a career of that. How have you done it? And I specifically asked him, have you had to divide a lot of your time between corporate work, like commercials or filming corporate meetings or retreats, that sort of stuff? And how much of your time has been given to feature films? And he said, oh yeah, that's really the funny part of the whole story is if you look at my 17, 18 year career in filmmaking, you'd find about 800 corporate gigs, all the kind of grunt work that filmmakers don't want to do because we want to make feature films. He said, you'd probably find 800 of those kinds of projects and three feature films. And I looked at his wall and there they were, the three posters for each of the feature films that he has made. And you probably even uh, haven't even heard of haven't even heard of his movies, but he's, he's in a niche. He makes family-friendly movies and family-friendly content. So he's pretty well-known, or his work is, is relatively well-known here in, in, uh, in our community. And he makes a living at it. But I, I was just, when he told me that, I was just so impressed. And my first thought was, I admire you so much. Because when you were studying film in college, you probably had the same hopes and fantasies that every aspiring artist, whether that artist is a filmmaker or an author or a painter or a public speaker or a coach, we're all making a sort of art with our programs and our products. And all of us, when we fantasize about it, we think of the the best version of that. So we're coaching one-on-one and and our clients having a breakthrough. We're a painter and we're creating our own masterpiece. We're a filmmaker and we're making a movie that people love and that they share and that that really takes off. I don't know whether it was obvious to him or whether he was aware of the fact that the scoreboard at the end of 17 or 18 years would say 800 corporate gigs, three feature films. What I admire so much is I think most people in his position going back to 2000 because of ego or pride or laziness would look at that and say, well, I'm not willing to do that gig work. I don't want to make commercials. I don't want to film somebody's family reunion or somebody else's corporate retreat. That's not my art. But he was willing to do that on a ratio of 800 to three. So that's something like one out of every 275 of his projects would fall under the heading of his dream work. And it continues to be his dream work. So my very first thought talking to him was, you are such an amazing example of knowing what you want to do and being willing to do the day in and day out grind in work that you don't necessarily 
love, but it's adjacent to the work that you want to do so that you have the resources and the time to actually make just a few of those dream projects. The other thing that I found so inspiring about his story was that after about 15 years of this grunt work, he was able to make a movie that, again, you've probably never heard of, but it was successful enough that it then freed him because of you know how uh, movies work, royalties and stuff like that. That one movie now has freed him to spend a lot more of his time pursuing feature films and a lot less of his time on corporate gig work, commercials, retreats, whatever it might be. And I thought, man, that, that makes your story that even much more powerful because you hung in there for 15 years, you worked at it, you worked at it, you worked at it, and then you had one hit. And it didn't hit huge, but it hit big enough. It, it hit big enough to put you in a position to do more of the work that you love. How many of us, me included, would grind away at that day job? He was self-employed, but it's still a day job. You've heard me talk about that before. It's that day job work where you show in, you punch the clock, you do the work, you get paid with your, with your mind and your energy and your, your enthusiasm still on that passion project that you know you want to work on, but you need the funds to be able to make that happen. After 15 years, he was able to have that, that one hit that has now put him in a position to not, to not never have to do those corporate jobs, but to do them much less often. And now he can be writing more and he can be seeking projects, filmmaking projects, and he can be doing more of his work. But it took him 15 years to get there. And now he's been enjoying a little bit more of that freedom, I think, for about the last three, four, five years. When you sit down at your desk on Monday morning, I, I can almost guarantee that you'll probably, you'll have to do some work that would not fall under the heading of your art, your passion. It's probably work that you just have to get done. But it's probably adjacent to the work that you want to do. Meaning, you're in your field where you want to be, but you're not necessarily doing the exact work that you've dreamt of. I just want to encourage you and encourage myself to show up and punch the clock and grind it out. And let's put ourselves in a position to have that hit that frees us from, from a little bit of the grind, grind and grunt work that we have to do and lets us do more of our passion work. I just want to follow this guy's great example. He's kind of a new hero of mine. I need to tell him that. We're just sort of buddies now, but he's kind of become a new hero of mine because of the price that he paid in order to get into the position that he's in. As always, I hope that's useful to you. I hope that you are doing work that is meaningful to you and adds value to the world. And I will talk to you next weekend.